from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm. He is Amal Shaw, the star of primetime action, seen here on VSIN, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific time in the afternoon. Another terrific job last night, Amal. Oh, thanks. I know. I'm. I'm. I'm, be, I'm being honest. I know. I'm, I know you are. You. You. Uh, you do a good job uh, talking about more than just one sport on that show. It's hard. We've got uh, one of the five remaining survivors in Circus Survivor, Billy Chippis from Miami, Florida. He's in town for the weekend to sweat in his pick and uh, a shot at winning about one point five three million. He'll. He'll join us here at the desk in about a half hour to discuss how he's playing it. So right now we got five contestants remaining one point two million, assuming all five win, mm-hmm. and then they can get a bonus of a half a million if the two people. I think two people have Kansas City, Tampa. Three, two, okay. two have Kansas City, one other Billy and one other guy. And then one of the players, the guy that had Tennessee, return a survivor that had Tennessee in that game against San Francisco on the Thursday before Christmas, he has Tampa Bay available. So they could possibly split up that million-dollar bonus three ways, 333 apiece, 333000 and then one point two if all five advance. So think about this. Billy Chippis, if Kansas City takes care of business in Denver, about 6 o'clock Saturday afternoon can do no worse than winning $1.53 million. Wow, what a great what a great weekend that is for him. And I'll tell you what, the great advantage of having Kansas City and Tampa available right now is that you can use that money you would win on the bonus of three thirty three and just basically hedge off. So in essence you're still gonna almost guarantee yourself uh one point two. What is the number on Carolina Moneyline? Probably about two fifty three dollars. Well, well here here's the interesting thing, Amal, because uh if you it, it, let's say you get through, let's forget about how he's gonna hedge Denver, right? Right. And he I think he can get about four to one on Denver right okay. now. Um, let's let's talk about if he wins, and then what does he do on Sunday? Because he'll be fading probably three other teams. Uh, I'm sure uh, the return of Survivor will use Tampa Bay for his shot at the 333000 part of that bonus. Um, one of the players has Tennessee available at Houston as a 10.5-point favor. That looks to be his play. Right. The, the last guy, Chris Piper, doesn't really have anything except the football team. Uh, and, and there's that's the only team he has, I think, that's favored by more than two points. Um, so I'm assuming he's going to use the football team, maybe a little hedge on the Giants. But if you're if you're sitting if you're sitting in Billy Chivas' spot, he can parlay those three on the money line. The three teams the other survivor entries have: Tampa Bay, um, Tennessee, and the football team. Do a three-team parlay on the money line and hope he loses it. Because if he does, the minimum it can go up is from five to four. He would go up from 1.2 million to 1.5 million. Yeah, how much would he put on the money line there, though? 
I don't know. It's it. I think we can run the numbers. Yeah, what the yeah. current? It's a little less than two to one. But uh, you know, that's fair. Th that's an interesting way that we could do that. Great, that great scenario and si no. situation to be in. Now, let me ask you guys one final question before we move on from this. What are you? Are you guys going to take some of these bets on the on the? Uh, yeah, we are. That's beautiful. And, and they've discussed with Jeff Benson and Matt, and then Derek's been involved about how much we'll take on hedges. And but I know one of the players is wired in a half a million. So smart guy. Yeah, you know, they'll all play it differently. I yeah. can guarantee you that. Though. Sure, they'll all course. play it differently. Well, it is week eighteen, the first week eighteen ever. The history of the NFL with the with the additional game this year, seventeen games for each team. Let's take a look at the games that mean the most because that's really what the network is about. And let's start with the win and you're in, lose and you're out game. The Sunday night standalone game here in Las Vegas between the Chargers and the Raiders. Remember, this game was played in SoFi earlier in the year. Chargers win twenty eight fourteen in that game. Of all, I would say the crowd was seventy thirty Raiders in that game. Maybe I'm a little light on that one. Here, it's going to be 95-5 Raiders. Do you think that will be a factor at all in this game? I do think so. Mm -hmm. I think finally you have a home field advantage, and it's going to be critical. The Chargers have basically been playing on the road all season long, as you alluded to. But, uh, look, it's going to be an interesting matchup. Justin Herbert has been terrific this year in uh, situations against zone defenses, uh, number three quarterback rating in those situations. But they haven't stopped the run. The Chargers haven't. Josh Jacobs could have a huge day here. I like the Raiders plus the three here. I haven't played it yet. Um, I don't think this number will come down. Uh, I actually think we'll get some Raider, uh, Charger money here potentially. It actually hit two and a half in oh, some did. spots yesterday okay. afternoon, but quickly went back up to three. Everybody that, that wanted the Chargers grabbed them at two and a half. I don't. I think now as we get into the weekend, this number is going to be pretty solid at three. Yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, there's there's passionate arguments on both sides. Remember, we're here in Las Vegas, so you're going to see some local recreational money on the Raiders, just like how the Golden Knights lines are inflated here. The Raiders are going to get back very heavily here. I mean, this is a team thought maybe the, the cap was to win eight games this year. Possibly they're going to be a wild card in the AFC. I know you like the Raiders in this spot. How much uh, pause for concern is it for you, the coaching matchup in this game, where you have you know a journeyman, uh, especially team's coach, a guy that's never really had the head job um, in Rich Passaccia, taking on what some have said is the greatest head coach in the history of the NFL, and there is no close second in Brandon Staley. Well, whoever's using that kind of hyperbole probably had a bottle of liquor with them before that. But one thing I would point to is this. You know, one of the things you mentioned, journeyman coach, et cetera, a lot of times you're in a situation where you could actually coach. You're on a team that's not good. You may not get elevated to have an opportunity. And just because you get hired, you interview well. There's a lot of people. I'm a perfect example. I can't do a job, but I can interview extremely well. So sometimes it depends on the situation that breaks. The problem for the Chargers with me has been their defense. I know they played well last week, but that, that was not against a quality opponent offensively. I think this team has adjusted. Derek Carr's done a nice job. Look, that first game, we saw them give up a ton of points. We'll see what happens the second time around here in Las Vegas. I think it's going to be a competitive game. And I think the Raiders have been underestimated for about the last six to eight weeks, and they've done a tremendous job. Look at their record against AFC opponents. Every team that's missing the playoffs because of the Raiders. Look at how many teams are in situations they shouldn't be in because they're lost to the Raiders. All right, let's move on from the AFC West to the NFC West and the big game in SoFi on Sunday afternoon between the 49ers and the Rams. 49ers win, 49ers tie, they're in as a wild card. They, if they lose, they need some help. They need the Saints to get beat by the Falcons. For the Rams, a win locks up the two seed in the NFC and guarantees them at least the first two rounds of the playoffs would be at home, the wild card round and the divisional round. In the opening matchup in San Francisco, 49ers dominated the game, as they have been dominating the Rams in recent years. Rams here at home, a four-and-a-half-point favorite with a total of 44-and-a-half. Not laying this number, but I would take the Rams to win this game. I know we have so many Moneyline Parlay betters. Uh, I think the Rams win this game. Revenge spot here for them, an important game. An important game for them, so... I think they find a way through. Here's the thing if you're the Rams. If you can't figure out how to win this game, you're going to have problems in terms of reaching your final destination, which is SoFi Stadium. I mean, think about this, Mike. They win this game. On the off chance if the Packers get bounced the following weekend in this divisional round, they don't have to leave SoFi for the rest of the year, potentially. Yeah. I mean, they're in great shape. And obviously for the playoffs, they would obviously not have to leave because they would be hosting every game that they're still available. So an important game. If you're the Rams... Maybe one more road trip. you got to figure out a way to get this one done. Yeah, I think you, you set yourself up for a spot where possibly you get a win, you get to host the Eagles, mm -hmm. which I think is a favorable wild-card matchup in the NFC. I agree. Right? I think that's the team I'd like to face. I'm not done downgrading the Eagles, but I'd really rather face them than the 49ers. No question. Or the Cardinals, yeah. right? 
All right, you get that scenario. And then in the second round, you're likely hosting Tampa Bay um, instead of having to go to the defending world, se- world champions if, 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 uh, if they were the two seed. I think in the NFC, six of the seven teams, if they got to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. I don't think it would come as a complete shock outside of the Eagles. Only think, the Eagles. Yeah, I think San Francisco is still talented enough. You know, the quarterback position is the one area where you're a little bit concerned. But other than that, they, they've got playmakers everywhere. If you know that Jimmy G was not going in this matchup, would you lay the four and a half? With Trey Lance? Yeah, if, if Trey Lance was starting. Yeah, of course. All right. How much would the reaction to the line be? Do you think this line gets to six, possibly seven, if it's Lance? Yeah, I think so. I think, I think we saw it. Look, it's not necessarily a compliment of Garoppolo. It's just a criticism of Lance. Yeah. All right. Um, now let's get to the AFC scenarios for the wild card. Colts control their own destiny. Could have punched their own ticket last week, yeah. but did, the Raiders beat them in Indianapolis. Colts now go to play Jacksonville, who's just been dreadful all year, but especially in the past few weeks, uh, getting absolutely waxed by the Patriots in Foxborough last week. Colts are a 15-point favorite on the road. It's a really spot where they need a win because if they don't win, then they need a bunch of other things to happen for them to get in the playoffs. But their destiny's in their hands. Remember them all last year. This was the opening game of the year. The Colts went to Jacksonville and got beat. That's what cut the survivor pool down by a third on opening week. Is there any way you would attack this game, or is this a pass for you, 15-44? and 44? You know, I actually think the Colts are going to cover. But remember, the Colts have not won in Jacksonville for a few years, mm-hmm. so they've had some struggles down there. You know what this game reminds me of last year, of uh, the matchup between uh, Cincinnati and the Ravens. Remember the Ravens in Week 17 went into Cincinnati and beat them, what, 38-3 to or something like that? Yes. I think it's going to be a similar type of game. I think the Colts absolutely just crushed these guys. If you're the Jaguars, you're trying to see if you can get the first flight out of Duval as quick as you can. All right, should Indianapolis lose, that opens up playoff possibilities for both the Steelers and the Ravens. This game is being played in Baltimore. Now, the Ravens, in addition to an Indianapolis loss, they would need um, the Chargers to lose and Miami to lose or tie. The Steelers a little more simply. If Indianapolis loses, they're in with a win just as long as the Chargers and Raiders don't tie. So, I mean, they, they've got the be- much better path um, the Steelers do than the Ravens. Ravens in this spot are laying three and a half down from four with a total of 41. Yeah, I thought that Ravens line was high to begin with. You know, it's Pittsburgh-Baltimore. Can you we made just a statement th- the first time in this game when the Ravens were at the Steelers and the Ravens were whatever, a five-point favorite. Yeah. Or whatever, and you said, this game for a decade has been the home team's laying a field goal, and it never comes off that number. Yeah, and right? it should have been, yeah, been the case. I mean, given points in Pittsburgh, come on, give me a break here. Uh, this number's a little bit high. I think the Steelers will play fairly well, but I think also Baltimore, even though they're not going to get to their goal, I think they will compete in this matchup against the Steelers here. You know, anytime you have an opportunity to knock off Pittsburgh, you want to do it if you're the Baltimore Ravens. For, for a newer rivalry, this is probably the best rivalry in football. Um, we saw the Steelers uh, win in Ben's last home game. Um, this throw out the records and whether there's any playoff implications. Both these teams hate each other and want to win this yeah, game, absolutely. right? And the scenario of the Colts, I don't think that matters what's going on in the Colts game as far as what happens. I'm going to pass this game simply because I agree with the statement that you made earlier this year. Anything more than a field goal for the home team, anything off of that variance, no, it's too much. And, uh, I mean, I give, I, give, I give the nod to the Ravens here, but I'm never laying three and a half points. All right, when we come back, we are going to continue to look at the playoff, the matchups in the NFL that have playoff implications in terms of seeding. That's next. Odds on. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of Odds On is brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like Spearmint, Wintergreen, or a most personal favorite, Citrus. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strings, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head on over to zen.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com slash f-i-n-d. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. Continuing to run down the games of the most importance in the NFL in this Week 18, um, as far as seeding goes in the AFC, a linchpin game in Houston as the Titans can lock yeah. up the number one seed with a victory over the Texans. Remember the Texans beat the Titans earlier in Tennessee in a game I think Tennessee had five turnovers earlier in the year. And this game was the same matchup the final week last year, a game in which Tennessee found themselves behind and had a comeback uh, to win against the Texans in the second half. Tennessee laying 10 on the road in this spot with a total of 42 and a half. Not an ideal number to lay on the road, Mike, but I would lay it here. Mm-hmm. I think Tennessee's going to win this game. They need this game. You you talk about a team that has more to play for this weekend than anybody else outside of the Raiders and Chargers because they're trying to get it in the playoffs. Getting a bye is so crucial, and having to play one less game to get to the Super Bowl I think is absolutely huge. So if you're Tennessee, you got to get this one. If you were a Coach of the Year voter mm-hmm. and they win this game and get the number one seed, would Vrabel get your vote? No. It's Zach Taylor. And listen, I'd love to vote for a Buckeye, but the reality of it is it's Zach Taylor. You went from a team that was 4-11-1 last year to division champions. You talk about an epic turnaround. This is Dave Aranda stuff. I made this argument with Frank Schwab, our friend, who yeah. did the, the, the Megapod yesterday, mm-hmm. and, and he said he didn't understand why Zach Taylor was favored over, over Vrabel. And I said, because Cincinnati was 25-1 to to win this division before the season. And he said, just because they were mispriced doesn't mean that he should get the nod because of that. That's a fair fair rebuttal. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah. agree with him on the pricing. It, it was absurd. However, when you're 4-11-1, and one, you are what your record is. The Bill Parcells had the greatest line ever. You are what your record is. There's no getting around that. You could sit there and say, you know, you look at the Buffalo Bills. In one-possession games, they'd be 15-1, and one, one-score games, right? If you take away the one-score game scenario, if they'd won it. To me, the fact that the Bengals had only won four games last year and they find a way to the, win the division, you can't tell me Jamar Chase is the greatest player in the history of football that he changed all of that. I think you got to give Zach Taylor a ton of credit. All right, let's move on to the other game that's affected by the Titans. Chiefs-Broncos. Now, the NFL set this up as one of the two Saturday games, meaning the Chiefs don't have the benefit of knowing if the Tyson, Titans already won that game, so they need to win to keep the pressure on the Titans and still have a shot at the number one seat. Remember when this game was played on Sunday night in Kansas City? Denver gave them all they wanted, actually, actually dominated the statistics in the game. A pick six by Bridgewater was the big difference. Now the Chiefs, an inflated price because they're playing for a one seed and Denver, quote, has nothing to play for. Favored by 10.5 on the road with a total of 45. Also, of note, minus 550 on the money line. Get back $4. Yeah, I think Kansas City rolls here. Uh, I think this is one of these games. If you're going to bet it, you better soon. Mike, I think by the time we get to kick off this game, we'll hit 12. 
I think this will fly through 11, 11 and a half. And I, I think it'll go up only because of what the Chiefs need. Uh, Denver, nothing to play for. Drew Locke back there. I, th- I think Kansas City's in great shape here. The Bengals are at the Browns. The Bengals still have an outside shot at the one seed, although the odds have to be very astronomical. They would need Kansas City to lose to Denver. They would need Tennessee to lose to Houston. And then they would also need Buffalo uh, to beat New England. They could still get a one seed. I don't think that's really in their head here. They go to play Cleveland and Baker Mayfield. Bengals getting six. Cleveland favored by six with a total of 38. For me, this game's a pass. Uh, I tend to agree with you there. Uh, I, I wouldn't touch this game. Lean slight edge to the Browns here, but at six, it's too high with Case Keenum making the start. Uh, I don't think we're going to see much Joe Nixon. I think Brandon Allen's obviously going to play. Now, here's what's interesting. Does Joe Burrow actually start to keep some sort of streak of consecutive? He got injured last year, so there's not even a streak intact. But I'm just curious about that. Maybe you get some guys in early on to get certain numbers. But other than that, no reason to play anybody. I think that uh, some of these games you're going to see, and, and when we talk about Dallas, I think if they're starting these guys, I don't think they're going more than a quarter. I think they're treating this as, you know, um, um, Preseason? A preseason game, right? Mm-hmm. They're just staying in shape, but they, the, the risk of injury is too much when they've made the playoffs and a game doesn't have any significance. It's the kind of thing a coach can lose their job over. In reality, right? Yeah. Like if Joe Burrow played in this game and he got hurt and all of a sudden, you know, what's the purpose of it? So I, I think you're right. I think you'll see limited. And one other thing I would point out, because I remember Dallas did this a few years ago against the Giants. Dak played in the first quarter and then didn't play. Take a look at second-half unders this weekend, especially in situations like this. All right, the Rams will clinch the NFC West as with a win over the 49ers and the number two seed. Um, also, but if they lose, the Seahawks game becomes important with the Cardinals because the Cardinals could still win it. Now, the Cardinals laying six and a half at home to the Seahawks on Sunday with a total of 48. They need help from the Rams, although the Rams, listen, have had the 49ers number in the last three or four years. Pete Carroll, a very disappointing season. Russell Wilson as well. Speculation there'll be changes in Seattle in the offseason, whether it's the head coach, whether it's the quarterback, or possibly both. Minus 265 on the money line here with the Cardinals. Are you attacking this game at all? Take the money line. I think uh, Seattle's the kind of team that could compete. Remember, Arizona beat them by 10 points earlier here, a revenge spot for the Hawks. But for me, Mike... They beat them with Colt McCoy, too. That's right. That's exactly right. Um... It, it's simply, I think Seattle will compete. Just knowing uh, Pete Carroll's personality and Russell Wilson, these guys will go out and compete even though they don't really have anything to play for. The question is, does everyone else on the team get up for the game? That would be my concern from a Seahawks perspective. Uh, I think Arizona wins this game, and it puts immense pressure on the Rams in that game while they're running at the same time to be able to win it. Bill Belichick, Mac Brown, and the Patriots still alive for the AFC East. Um, they need a Buffalo loss or tie and then a victory over the Dolphins. Remember, this is a revenge spot for the Patriots they lost in Foxborough to the Dolphins on that fumble when they were set up to kick a game-winning field goal at the end. Patriots here laying six on the road against the Dolphins with a total of 39 and a half of them all. Yeah, I'm going to play this game at 425 Eastern, so we'll have even fewer people at Miami Gardens. Um, you know, the bottom line is I, I think New England wins this game, but, Mike, I don't like laying the points. I think Flores' team plays hard. I like the total in this game under 39 and a half. I think it's going to be a defensive game. Two Alabama quarterbacks, one of which can't really stretch the ball down the field, and the other one can when he's got about nine minutes in the pocket. All right. Uh, let's move on to some things that uh, you love to talk about, and that's college basketball, because we do have a couple games on the schedule tonight in the Big East. Congrats to you, uh, Wisconsin, rocking chair winner last night, and USC got the job done. Stretched out in the second half with a comfortable victory and cover uh, at Berkeley. Well, SC didn't play since December 18th. I thought it was an opportunity. To, they got up to a fast start. Both them and Cal did, but then USC's defense kicked in, and it was over. I watched the whole first half of my uh, game with Ohio State at Indiana, and Ohio State could never stretch the lead there. They were up 2-3, had chances, never could, found themselves down at 3 at half. So I took Indiana in the second half and parlayed it with Wisconsin. So turned out to make a profit on the day based on based on your opinion on the Badgers. Yeah, I tell you what, that IU game, I thought it played out the way exactly yep. how I thought it would. Tight game, assembly hall, tough place to play. EJ Liddell has struggled the last couple mm-hmm. of games, and Trace Jackson Davis was terrific inside. All right, let's go to the Big East. Marquette is playing Georgetown. This game goes at 6.30 Eastern, 3.30 here on the West Coast. Going to be played at Capital One Arena, Amal. Um, Marquette uh, broke their four-game losing streak, crushing Providence in the, in, uh, the last game that they played. Georgia, they're 9-6, and 1-3 and three in the Big East. That was their first Big East victory. Georgetown, them all, doesn't have a Big East game. They've had all these COVID issues. 
They're six and five overall. The last time we saw Georgetown was December eighteenth when they were losing to TCU eighty to seventy three. Marquette a two point road favorite with a total of one fifty three. I didn't touch this game. Uh, I think the Hoyas are probably better than they get credit for at home. We saw them knock off Syracuse earlier this year. But for me, Mike, this Marquette team does not shoot the ball particularly well. Just around 32% from beyond the arc. Georgetown, they're a good team at home, competitive. Um, I don't have a play on this total, but I would pay attention here. And the reason I say that is if the Hoyas get off to a slow start, you reference it, they haven't played in two weeks. Uh, the last loss at T, uh, against TCU at home. But if they get off to a slow start, we could see this total get into the 140s. I would look towards the over then. I think it could get there at that point in time. Okay. Uh, and then the other game in the Big East tonight, Xavier is at Butler. Xavier ranked 22nd. We saw them uh, lose at Villanova in a game that you called uh, that Villanova would roll. Um, taking on a Butler team down this year, 8-5, and 1-1 one and one, uh, in uh, one and one in the Big East. This number now I'm off, off the overnight of 5.5 up to 6 in favor of Xavier with a total of 131. Yeah, Xavier's been sitting around for 17 days mm-hmm. uh, after that Villanova loss, and now they got an opportunity here. I didn't play this game, but I'm looking at the home team. Six is too many. I love Scruggs. I think he's one of the best players in the Big East. But overall, I just don't know if this offense is going to be able to pull away enough from a tremendous defensive team in terms of Butler. Field goal percentage is outstanding defensively. They've got to hit the glass. I think keep Nanji and uh, the other big man eludes me right now off the glass for uh, Xavier. I think they've got a great chance to pull an outright upset here. But I'm going to lean with the Musketeers winning a two, three-point game, maybe four. Like Butler at home getting the points. Hey, I want to ask you quickly about one game that's happening in the Mountain West this weekend. Uh, undefeated Colorado State is going down to play San Diego State. Is this the fir- is this the place they get their first L? I don't think so. Hmm. I, I, this Aztec team struggles to score the basketball. They'll defend. Uh, it'll be a cheap line if you like Colorado State. But I'm not going to take it, but I don't want to lay it either here. All right, coming up after the break, we'll have Survivor finalist Billy Chippis join us here on the set. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all our shows or download and listen on your schedule. Go to vsin.com slash podcast and get Beating the Book with Gil Alexander, Market Insights, Hardwood Handicappers, Lombardi Line, Follow the Money, Coast to Coast Hoops, and so many more. They are all free and available now at vsin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm. He's Amal Shaw. And we have the pleasure of Mr. Billy Chippis from Lakeland, Florida, joining us here on the desk. Billy, you are one of five Remaining entries in our Survivor Contest here at Circa, a contest that saw almost 4,100 people enter uh, at the start of the year. Why don't you give us a little background on your story? Well, I, I started listening to you guys, or VSIN, mm-hmm. back on uh, Sirius, I guess, five, six years mm-hmm. ago. And uh, I think it was you with Matt Humans during the day at some point, mm-hmm. or whatever. And, and then I started listening to Mitch and Paul in the mornings, and... Uh, they were always talking about the contest, so I started with the Westgate one, and then you got, and then Circa opened up theirs. Uh, I got in them, and here we are. How many entries uh, did you do in Survivor this year? We did. I did three. One with another guy where we it was an even split, and then I did my own, and then my buddy Coffee did one. He went out in week one, so I've been carrying us for the. He had the Falcons, season. I heard, in week. You must have been listening to Matt Brown. He took uh, Gil down, too. On, on week one, could you imagine yeah. that's your pick? Good Lord. So you're sitting. You, you've, you've made no bones about it. You saved Kansas City for this weekend for the million-dollar bonus. You're going to use the Chiefs. Um, the worst you can do is split five ways for $1.2 million in the main and split three ways for, uh, for $333,000 in the bonus. The Chiefs win on Saturday afternoon. You lock up $1.53 million. How do you plan to play this? Are, are you hedging at all with the Broncos? Are you going to do anything on Sunday with the other well, guys? Well, actually, picks? I was going to ask you, what's the alternate line? Because I'll take Kansas City you, minus You want to lay 14 and a half. You want to, yeah. Whatever it is. I actually agree with you. I think it's like the Cincinnati game last year against the Ravens. Ravens needed that game. Cincinnati had nothing to play for. They beat them down 35-3 to in the final weekend. And I tend to agree with you. I love your position, right? You're on Saturday. You got the Chiefs. 
it's the solo game, standalone. You got in-game opportunities, whatever you need to do in case you feel like and something they, goes wrong. And they awry. put the pressure on yeah. everyone else. Absolutely, they're going to smash them. I'm not. I, I I can't hedge. It hurts me to even think of that. I want the alternate line. I'll take Kansas City minus twenty and a half. Let me ask you this question: Your reasoning for not hedging is what? It's it's bad karma. I don't like betting against myself. Like if I pick something, I don't want to then say, "Well, I'm not sure." I'm. It's, it's filled in the slices to me, and probably why I'm not a professional gambler. But <laughs> you know, for me, it's fair. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Hoping you get through with the Chiefs, and now you're sitting in that position on Sunday. Will you do anything to increase your monetization? In other words, would you? Let's say that the other guys have Tampa Bay, Tennessee, and the football team. That's three what team I'm assuming. Money line a three-team money line parlay. Hope you lose it. I'm going to hedge against them. Yeah, right. You're hedging absolutely. against them. Right. I'd rather put that. twenty thousand on that and lose twenty thousand. Goes up at what? At least three hundred thousand minimum. Correct. Or? It goes from one point two to one point five. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So you're in a good spot to do that. As I well. never thought I'd say I want to lose twenty thousand dollars so bad. <laughs> yeah, absolutely right. <laughs> I mean, you're great position. I like the point you made. I mean, imagine Saturday night. You're ready to go. The question is now: When did these guys get their money? When, when will they get paid? So, so the payout, uh, if he wants, if he wants to stick around, next Friday night we do a ceremony They're here. They're going to take circa. it all back before I get it. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Let's see if you, <laughs> we see if you want to gamble a little bit. But uh, next Friday night we'll have the ceremony where we'll give out the big checks, and now they also get to cash the real money uh, as well. Oh, that's wonderful. This is, this has been tremendous. Now. We were talking before you came on air. You had several sweats along the mm. way. Kind of let people know, you know, it wasn't just easy breezy cru- uh, cruising into week number 20 here for you. Well, I mean, you had like the, the Pittsburgh game overtime versus uh, Seattle. Mm-hmm. That was, uh, but those are early. So at that point, I don't really, I mean, sure. sweats, not, yeah, exactly. You know, once that uh, Thanksgiving game hit and it dropped, Dallas dropped out and 15 people took Detroit or whatever it was. Another one, can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but so it drops to like then 80. And I'm like, okay, now it's starting to get a little more serious. And uh, then on Christmas, Green Bay somehow pulled that one off. Was that always in your plan to save Green Bay yeah. for Christmas Day? So, yeah. Because that, I mean, four of the five of you have, right? Eight had Green Bay. And that was really probably the most biggest advantage point of the year that you guys had Green Bay against Cleveland. The other person who, uh, who was in Took Tennessee and, and got there at home. Yeah, against and, the well, and they're still playing for a home field at that point. So you think they'd yeah. come out a little more enthusiastic. Let's say in the second half, they were. They scored three brutal. points in the second half of that game. They had an opportunity. Torture. They had an opportunity. I think they were up nine at the break. I thought they yeah, were going to be able to pull away. You know what, I'm all Devontae Adams drops a ball wide open that, that they could have run true. out the clock, and yeah. no one's talking about, oh, that's they true. almost would have lost, right? Yeah, that's a good point. I, I, he dropped it right in front of LaFleur. Yeah, we were talking at Megabar yesterday after Follow the Money. And I kind of asked you about what your general thought was on how you handicapped the games. And you said you try to stay away from games that involved a running quarterback on either side. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they're volatile. You know, Jalen Hurts can go for 40 or he can go for zero. You know, <laughs> right. like I don't want – I try to stay away from it at, at all costs. That's why, like, I haven't used Baltimore. You know, like I don't trust Lamar like everyone else does. Like I, I don't want it, especially now that their whole defense is – beat up and on IR and everything. Like, usually you could, okay, well, the defense will keep in the game. So, But this Denver one, can you imagine? They're without their kicker now. Uh, Sertan's out. Locke is the quarterback. I mean, why would I hedge with Locke as a quarterback against Mahomes? Yeah, I don't think Missouri would want Drew Locke back now. No shot. <laughs> no, seriously. No shot, right? No I mean, shot. <laughs> you don't want him at QB. I, I tend to agree with you. I, look, you're in a fantastic position, and kudos to you, especially with Kansas City in this game where they need the game. Still an opportunity to get the one seed if Tennessee were to drop. I them. like the pressure, and I, I was telling Mitch and Paul, I'm like, could you the way that it, that it switched to a Saturday game versus if Tennessee was a Saturday game, then I'm like, well, Tennessee beats them. Yeah, we'll see. I You're mean, right. They already lost if, once to them. If Tennessee would, if this was opposite, but and Tennessee had won and Kansas City had nothing to play for, it, you might not even use them then, well, right, for the bonus because then I'm like, I got to reassess what's going on. They, this was the same situation last year when they played the Chargers. They played nobody because they didn't need the game. Correct. But here's what I would have done in that situation: I would still take KC, and then you can hedge the amount of well, money. Well, then you then you up that hedge and yeah, because on Denver, because of the bonus money, you just kind of throw it out the window and still get your 1.2. You're in a great position with that million dollar bonus. It makes it a lot easier to hedge, right? He's going to, in theory, win 333 if the other two people win on theirs. And so then you just take Denver in the other way and you say, hey, this was not going to be part of the pot, but you're still walking out with 1.2 where everybody else is cutting into their 1.2. Well, 
Well, Antonio Brown kind of messed me up talking yeah. about Brady because I was like, well, they may bench, you know, they may bench him or if someone, you know, brushes Brady's arm, they may just pull him because they're basically right. locked into the three seeds. But then he tells them, you need me, or, you know, all the stuff he was saying is like, you need me and you don't, you're not my friend. You know, you need me for football. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Now Brady may come out there with 500 yards. That's the worst thing that could ever happen. Somebody asked me, I did a radio interview in Iowa this morning, and they said, out of these five survivors, how many of them are professional gamblers? And I said, I don't think any of them are. I think they're just regular guys that— Am I the only one here? There's going to be three. We've heard from three. And then the other one has to be local because they don't have a proxy, but we don't know them. We, like, no one, he's never introduced himself. So possibility of having four here. We've heard from two others beside yourself. Oh, nice. They're going to be here this weekend to sweat the games with us. So where, are you going to watch the game here at Circa? Yeah, tomorrow— I could tell you right now, if it were me, I would not be watching the game with anybody. I would 100% be by myself. I remember when I made one of the I'm biggest I'm a rocking chair. I'm not even worried about <laughs> I lo- it. You know what? I love your confidence because I actually agree with you. I do think Kansas City is going to boat race them. It is so hard with teams with nothing to play for to get up for a game. You may play for a half, a quarter, a quarter. They're probably going to lose their coach. Like the, uh, well, that's a benefit. Uh, then, then for me. Would, <laughs> well, so, no, for the players as well, you're probably like, oh, if Vic's going to get fired? Hey, I don't even want to play in this game. I think their offices are packed, aren't they, in Denver? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Fangio and his staff. We almost were just betting on whether we should fly out to watch the game live. I think you should go to the and, game uh, live, hold the sign that says, if Kansas City gets it done, I clear 1.5. Yeah, well, then they'll, they'll all want me to take them down to Lodo and buy yeah. them beers and stuff, so I don't want to do Tell them you don't have the money yet. <laughs> That's true. What do you plan to do? Let's say you win $1.53 million. You have a partner, right? Oh, yeah. So what do you plan to do well, with the money? We whack him first. Let's not a partner. Uh, <laughs> he went out in week one. But uh, <laughs> I'm carrying the whole team here. But uh, I'm sure you haven't reminded of him that. No, he hasn't no. heard it no, yet. That's no, first not time. at all. <laughs> He's in studio with his partner as well, uh, taking all the abuse but having his fun as well with this sweat. Are you gonna if you win, are you gonna stay in town and wait uh, till Friday and get well, the money? Yeah, or you I gotta go back fly to work. Back. No, I, my boss knows. I told him. Nice boss. Yeah, great guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's concerned he might have been given his two week notice. Well, I told him from Thanksgiving. I said, "Hey, listen, my stress levels up here. I go, I'll, I'll work. You know, I, I'm a subcontractor, so I don't have to clock in every day yeah. or whatever. You know, but." I, but I told him, and I said, I'm going to Vegas. I said, I don't know how long it's going to take to get paid. I said, so it may be two weeks. <laughs> Billy will be with you tomorrow. He'll be right here in Derek's little section right here under the underhang here, sweating it, sweating it out with uh, us and the crew. And we can't be happier for you. I mean, when Derek came up with this concept of Survivor, he had guys like you in mind. I mean, you can put down $1,000 and have a shot to turn it into a million, pick a winner every week. How much <laughs> Awesome. And for us, it's fun just talking about it. I mean, it's, we, the, the sadness of losing is that you don't get to keep thinking about it anymore when you actually go out. Dude, I stopped paying attention to the NFL when the Steelers tied. <laughs> well, Damn I bet Steelers. every week, you know, on college and NFL and everything, since Thanksgiving, I haven't bet on anything else. I don't even care. Exactly. Billy, good luck tomorrow. Oh, we'll be God. with you. Stay tuned. Up next, the Palm Reader Playbook, and I'm all in. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSEN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, BetRivers has you covered. BetRivers has launched a series of CityCast designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCast in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back into Odds On. It is Mike Palm with Amal Shaw. Amal, 2-0 in college basketball last night. Off to a hot start in 2022. Where are you going this weekend? Well, unfortunately, the college basketball lines for Saturday are not up yet, but I don't have anything tonight. The one game, a couple of games I was looking at, one was um, Harvard taking on Brown. Line went from 2.5 to 3. I didn't play this game, but I might end up making a small play on this game. And then probably Butler plus the points against X. How about in the NFL? You know... You can Probably. put anything together, combine some of these teams that need to win. Yeah, I'm going to go with the money line part. Yeah. Chiefs are going to be one of the teams that I include in there. Uh, Tennessee is another one. Uh, teams at Buffalo, all these teams that have something to play for. I know they're going to be outrageous prices, but Mike, it is so hard when you're disengaged at this level to compete against a team that's completely engaged. I, I agree with you. Um, all right, I have four plays for you. Two two-unit plays and two one-unit plays. Both two-unit plays are in the NFL. I think the Falcons have a great shot to beat the Saints. Uh, I... I this Saints team is one sided. I mean, they're all defense. They don't have a quarterback. They beat the they beat Carolina because of their defense. And Carolina's a much worse team than the Falcons. Falcons are at home. This is a bitter rivalry. I, I just think the Falcons have a better spot here, and they're not going to lay down for the Saints for their chance to make the playoffs. I'll take the Falcons plus four and a half. Forty Niners Rams first half under twenty one and a half. Them all in the first game in San Francisco. The the Rams. Dominated the game. Amal, they had 29 plays that they snapped the ball on first and 10 in that game. Wow. 27 were running plays. I'm not expecting them to change the formula tomorrow or Sunday. They're That's going to run the year. ball and try to control the game against this against this Rams team, um, the 49ers. They're going to run the ball and control the game against the Rams. The Rams' defense is formable. Expect, expect them to try to change it up and make Jimmy G, or if it is Trey Lance, beat them through the air. I think this is a playoff game atmosphere at SoFi. And I think this will be a low-scoring, tightly contested game. I wouldn't want to lay four and a half in this spot either. The uh, FCS championship game will be played in Frisco, Texas. Our own Stormy uh, Baton will be there uh, calling the game uh, with her crew. Uh, So congratulations to her. Montana State, North Dakota State. I've watched both these teams play three times in the playoffs. Montana State has pulled two upsets, including beating the undefeated team and then in the last round beating the team that beat North Dakota State. They like to run the ball. They're a very physical team. North Dakota State, of course, you know, absolute dynasty in FCS, and they're laying up. They're laying seven and a half here. I think this is a low-scoring game. I hit two first-half unders on North Dakota State in this playoffs already, although they were higher than this number. I'm going under 21 there, and then why the Cowboys five-point favorite over the Eagles six-point favorite? Uh, it doesn't make sense to me. They're not going to play their starters that long. There's not much to gain on either side here. This is nothing more than a glorified scrimmage. I'll take the points with the home team. That's a one-unit play as well. I tend to agree with you. I think both sides realize what's at stake and they're not going to be involved. And I think you've got to be very cautious this weekend, but I think there are some opportunities. And I, I like your Falcons play here. I, I really think they uh, – Mike, did you take any of the money line? Because I think they're I did great. as well. Yeah, I think they're going to win this game. I did as well. But the, my, my, my bigger bet here is on the, is on the Falcons. If yeah. – if, 
If they lose by one to four here, I'm still making a good amount of money. Well, not only that, I, I just think they got a great shot. I, I thought you said you got an experienced team with uh, Matt uh, Ryan at quarterback there. I, I think they're going to be really competitive in this one. Taysom Hill, that uh, project has been disastrous. If you're Sean Payton with this defense, you got to get one of these guys that is potentially looking at free agency as a quarterback. You can win still with this team. Nobody in the NFC is overwhelming. There are good teams, but I think the Saints can be right back in the mix next year. Right, we've covered all the NFL games of significance this weekend. I want to take a look at a couple of uh, couple of games in the NBA and NHL tonight, and then your thoughts on some of the bigger college basketball matchups. Let's start out in Brooklyn. Uh, a very good matchup between the Bucks and the Nets tonight. Um, Nets come in playing four and a half here against the Bucks with a total two thirty two and a half them all. Yeah, this is an interesting game. And remember, no Kyrie Irving in this one because the game is home. being played at home. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but remember, George Hill, uh, Drew Holiday, uh, Giannis is going to be a game-time decision. Pat Connaughton, uh, those guys are all – Giannis is a game-timer in this one. Uh, Allen and DiVincenzo out as well. Mike, I like uh, Brooklyn in this game, lane four and a half. I, I think with the number of guys out for Milwaukee, I think this is a game Brooklyn should handle. All right, and then in the West – the Atlanta Hawks are in L.A. to take on the Lakers. Lakers laying three with a total of 229 a mile. You know, real quickly, I want to touch upon the Hawks. I like the Lakers in this game at two and a half. But the one thing that's going overlooked with this uh, Hawks team is everyone's like, oh, the potential guys are on the trading blocks. I thought last year they weren't really as good as their number five seed. I thought they just had an aberration of a season. And I think where we see them now is a little bit more of what I thought they are. Trey Young's a terrific player, fun to watch. But they're not a particularly, particularly great team, in my opinion. And that's why you're seeing it here. I like the Lakers in this game. Won two and a half at home. They've won three in a row, and I think they make it four here. All right. In the NHL, the Calgary Flames continue their road trip uh, in the southeast. Last night, losing to uh, Tampa Bay. Tonight, they're taking on the Carolina Hurricanes. The Canes, them all, laying eighty. Total here is six. Uh, favorite to the under. Yeah, this is a Carolina team. I think this is going to be extremely dangerous as we continue on in this season. But uh, this Calgary team, Mike, is they're sputtering a little bit right now. You know, I said they were going to be better than they are. They're four, five, and one in their last ten. Uh, Markstrom in net tonight. Uh, what's the price you said on this one? Uh, one eighty on the Hurricanes. Yeah, I'd take Carolina twenty-three, seven, and one. Yeah. Team's playing outstanding hockey. And back to back for the Flames coming out of uh, coming out of Tampa. And other game tonight. There's just two games on the ice. Washington Capitals are in St. Louis to take on the Blues. Blues blew a two nothing lead and losing to Pittsburgh two nights ago. This game's a dead pick. I'm high total here. I'm all six and a half. Uh, it is a bit of a high total here. Um, I tell you, this Washington team is another one that nobody's talking about. The Rangers. I know they lost last night, but the Washington dangerous team. I'm surprised this number is sitting at where it is right now. Bennington and net, but he has not played particularly well. Sam Sonoff has been terrific for the uh, Capitals. 13-2 and two in regulation and three losses in overtime, but uh, I, I like this team right now with Sam Sonoff and net here. Not going to play this game. Okay, uh, I want to turn your attention to college basketball because that's really, really focused at this time of year, Amal, and some of the top matchups uh, this week. Now, we don't have lines out on the games, um, but I want you to give your overview. Texas. Goes to Stillwater tomorrow. That game's on CBS, 11 o'clock Pacific, two, uh, 1 o'clock local time. 12-2 and two and ranked 14th. They take on Oklahoma State, who lost to Kansas the other night, dropping them to 7-5. and five. Yeah, the numbers can be a little bit high here, probably about 7. But uh, no, actually, no, it won't be 7 because Kansas was 6.5. I think this number's going to be about 5. Um, I love the horns here. Had a bad offensive performance in the first half against Kansas State and, and Bramlage. I think they bounced back here at Galgariba. This Oklahoma State team can't shoot the ball, and there's not a worse team to face off of against if you can't shoot the ball effectively and you have live ball turnovers like they do. Avery Anderson's got to play better for Oklahoma State. Uh, I like Texas here, Mike, despite the fact that they're on the road. I think their defense is too strong. Uh, they'll take care of business, uh, business against Oklahoma State. All right, let's stay in the Big 12. We mentioned Kansas won in Stillwater the other night, pulling away there in the second half. They're going to go to Lubbock to take on Texas Tech. Texas Tech was in that low-scoring game at Ames. Um, the other night, 51-47 was the final. They banked in a half-court three at the buzzer yeah. to cover the five. Kansas 12-1 and in rank six, Texas Tech 10-3 and in rank 25th. This game goes at 1 o'clock Pacific on ESPN2. Yeah, it should be a good game. Uh, if you like KU to win, you're probably going to lay the points here. I think the lines come probably be about two, uh, maybe somewhere in there two and a half. But uh, I'm leaning towards Kansas because the inconsistency of shooting the basketball with Texas Tech. However, Mike, I, I'm probably not going to end up making this play because I think it's going to be tough to go on the road. They always struggle in Lubbock. 
Let's stay in the Big 12. Yeah. Here's a matchup of two teams with a combined record of 25 and, uh, 24 and 1. Oh. Number one and undefeated Baylor takes on TCU. TCU at home with a 10 and 1 record. Baylor still undefeated at 14 and 0. This game goes at 2 o'clock Pacific time. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting matchup. I expect Baylor to be a pretty prohibitive favorite despite being on the road. Uh, not going to touch this game because TCU does play well at home, but I think Baylor's defense is really going to lock down uh, the Horn Frogs. I'm just not sure how high scoring of a game it is. The one concern I have for TCU is they struggle from the perimeter. Just, excuse me, 31% from deep. In Baton Rouge at 3 o'clock Pacific time on ESPN2, uh, Tennessee invades LSU. Tennessee 10-3. and They escaped the Rebels of Ole Miss the other night in overtime. LSU 13-1, their only loss at Auburn. I love this play. I love the Tigers. Mm. They're going to roll. They're going to be about a two, two, two-and-a-half, three-point favorite at home against Tennessee. They will take care of business against the Big Orange. Tennessee cannot shoot the basketball. This old Miss game is not an aberration. Remember that game against Texas Tech? They really struggled. LSU, one of the premier defensive teams in the country, doing a tremendous job. And as long as Theo Pinson isn't trying to reverse dunks up three, I feel pretty good about the Tigers. Iowa State is at the Noble Lloyd, Lloyd Noble Center in Oklahoma uh, in Norman on Saturday at 3 o'clock on ESPNU. 13-1, and one, their only loss was at home to Baylor. Oklahoma 11-3, and three, they lost at Baylor their last game. What's the line going to be on this game, and who do you like? Uh, Oklahoma probably two, two? Mm-hmm. and I like Oklahoma at home. Boomer Sooner gets it done at the Lloyd Noble on Saturday. Porter Moser's team will be ready to go. Uh, it's Look, Iowa State's a good team, but on the road, different story here. No Hilton Magic. I like Oakley. I think we'll find out how good it is. If Iowa State goes in there and wins this game, I think they're a serious contender in the Big 12. I have them right now in the second level. But th- this would be very impressive, a win in it. Boy, that ladder getting to the top is a big difference in that league. A little league. steep. Well, it's a little steep. All right. <laughs> big weekend coming up. We're going to crown the survivors. Stay tuned to VEASAN. Up next, Betting Across America. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.